Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you, as always, by Solera Commerce. If you own a small business, you got to check out Solera Commerce. What about Black Flag Pizzeria? Evan has some great POS equipment we could use for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. What about Black Flag Podcast merch site? Uh, I think Evan can help us set up that, too. I think he could as well. If you own a small business, you got to check out Solera Commerce. Contact our friend of the program, Evan Orvath, for a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh... Occasional alcohol consumption. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we had some out we beat him so it's all good all right boys and girls welcome back to the black flag podcast episode number 82 coming at you as always i'm charlie sanborn at c sanborn iii across from the table for me is brad sauce here at bsauce 96 together we are at black flag pod on all things social media uh episode 82 uh who is that that's Chaz briggs yeah that's (laughs) i was just trying to look up to Scott try to Speed. Find, try to find another 82. Yep. Scott Speed was an 82, right? I think Cole Whip might have been an 82 in K&N at one point. Who the fuck is the 82 on the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour? I know there is Couldn't one. Couldn't tell you. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, yeah. Chase Dowling. Yep. What an yeah. idiot. So, oh, we're so fucking dumb. So, again, <laughs> leading into episode 82, can we just briefly touch on... Y- y- you heard an ad read at the beginning of this episode, right? So... Every week. I don't think people understand how many times we truly fuck that up before they hear that crisp, clean fucking advertisement at the beginning of every show. Like, a lot of times you can hear it's in no the ad read. It's no less than, like, ten times. You can tell in the ad read a lot of times that I just got done laughing. If you go back and listen back, which you should, to a lot of the other shows. All of them. Oh, man. Just listen to just, all of them again. Yeah, and, it, and it's weird because, like, I would say probably 69% of the time, nice. nailed first time. And then every other time, you nailed no less than 12 times, 12 tries. Like this last one, that was tough. That was tough. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> it was like a back and forth bit. We, yeah. You know what I mean? It was, it was a whole thing. We were, we were trying to figure it out, and I got to be to work in like an hour so, and a Fuck half. Him. So just, yeah. just quit. Well, kind of already did on them. <laughs> Actually, we should talk about that because I didn't yeah. even talk about you're that gonna, last show. You're coming up on your last night shift, aren't you? Yeah, Thursday night. Are Thursday night, yep, absolutely, because that means, so it's weird, working nights, you work the majority of your hours the next day, so when I go in tonight, they call that my Tuesday. But it's Monday. When I go in, I go in for three and a half hours, and then I work five hours on Tuesday. Good. So they call it Tuesday. So Thursday is actually my Friday, usually, Ooh. so I usually work what is called my Saturday. Still paying attention? Probably not. Probably lost you already. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, so I go on Thursday night, and, and since I switched to days, I work all five days next week like a normal human, seven to four, office job in a cubicle. That sounds fun, doesn't it? No. Well, it's days, so whatever. <laughs> uh, and so I go in. I don't work Saturday now, because which is my Friday, so I definitely lost Does this everyone. mean you have, just, you're going to have Friday nights off? Yeah. Well, yeah. You're yeah. going to be 7 to 4 on Friday yeah. as well. Yeah, too. but actually, speaking of Friday nights, I'm going to have this Friday night off, and I had no intentions <laughs> on going to Stafford for the whole entire weekend. I was just going to go Saturday, just a Saturday deal. And, um, yeah, I was gifted Friday night off, so I might as well just make a, a fucking weekend. Oh, right? just you? I, just, we, we might, just you? We might as well make it a fucking weekend. No, it's fine. I, I just want to go now. 
It's fine. Right. I, I didn't. No, it's whatever. I'll just no. go fuck myself. I'll no, just, I mean, I'll fuck myself alone. That's it, fine. No, I mean, I, I thought I was going. You just, you didn't well, want to include d- me in that. It's fine. It's. I'm not mad. Just, not mad. Right. I'm not mad, Brad. All right. Just fucking pissed. Um, yeah. So, episode eighty-two. This is coming to you live from the Solero Commerce Compound. Uh, that being said, we're doing this on a Monday night because we had a pretty fucking aggressive weekend between the two of us. Uh, I was at Star Speedway all weekend. You decided to jump on a plane though and go down south, correct? Yeah. So the my intentions were that I was gonna. So I, I'm not because we don't support local short track racing, right? Yeah, that's exactly what it right, is. Yeah, right. Yeah, we right. we don't support this at all. So you spent. Uh, money on a plane ticket and i bought a 90 dollar weekend pass so right j- mainly because we don't support this yep right yep. so yep. i uh bought tickets back to br- or to bristol back in november or something for christmas presents because they had a payment plan that was broke around christmas so that's how you do it you know you just fucking buy something you pay for later right and uh yay america right so i bought uh, a bunch of tickets to bristol and and they emailed me i don't know fucking three four weeks ago five weeks i don't pay attention and they were like you still don't plan on coming and i'm like fuck yeah i do so i emailed them back and told them how many tickets i still needed and and uh basically just told them not to change anything on my account i wanted tickets for all of it which <laughs> didn't have tickets for all of it but uh uh yeah so basically uh, my plan was to drive because i grew up poor so i'm used to driving places driven to florida handful of times alabama um, Ooh, south carolina north carolina i yeah i do i do that um i grew up poor and i and i just you know i haven't really been on a plane too often, so I don't know how I'm going to handle it. Apparently pretty well, because I fell asleep both times this, this plane trip. But, um, yeah, so I, I was <laughs> going to say you fell asleep driving. I was like, Jesus Christ. Well, a couple, well last night, yeah, definitely, oh, on the no. way back to the compound. But, yeah, I uh, looked up. When I started realizing it was going to be a 14-hour plane or uh, drive, I was like, yeah, might as well look and see how much flights are. Well, it was $95 round trip from Boston to Knoxville. Like right, which is spend more than that in gas. Sig- exactly, significantly closer. So I'm like, ah, whatever, we'll take it. And, uh, yeah, so flew down Thursday, got there Thursday afternoon. It was raining, and I was hoping that the truck and ARCA race would get rained out and moved to Friday, and fans would be allowed. And uh, right as I landed, I saw a tweet from Bob Parker saying that if it was moved to Friday, fans were still not allowed. So basically I just, you know, fucking gave up on that, hoping to Because COVID knows when it's the ARCA race, right? Yeah. Well, right, that absolutely. makes sense. Yep. yep. And uh, so we landed, it was raining and whatever, fucking drove to Bristol, drove past Bristol, drove to Virginia, First stop was um, just a regular gas station because Virginia allegedly sells Bushlight Apple. So I had a, a lot of people request it. So I was going to do a little, you know. Don't tease me. What you call, you know, I'm uh, teasing you. Oh, no. uh, what, what you call finagling. And uh, I was going to try to ship it through the mail, which um, I'm pretty sure is illegal. And, uh, <laughs> don't well, you work for the post office? Yeah, don't tell them. Um, okay. And... Uh, I was going to try to get it back home because I had like, you know, I had the weight of the world on my shoulders. You know, I had like six or seven people be like, I need Bushlight Apple when you go down, bring some back for me. And I'm like, fuck yeah, pal, I'll do what I can. So we stop at every single gas station fucking east of the Mississippi or whatever. And uh, yeah, they didn't have it. They didn't have it anywhere. Oh Food City God. didn't have it. Walmarts didn't have it. Targets didn't have it. I mean, when I say I stopped everywhere, it was raining. What else were we going to do? I stopped at fucking every single location. No Bushlight Apple. They didn't even have as much as Bushlight lattes or bush lattes oh, i stop. was pissed. oh stop no they did no not even regular i mean the can the only difference is the can says limited edition and i just wanted for that unbelievable no, unbelievable no corn cans so basically fuck no. all no not even a single corn can either i'm i'm sick of virginia useless whole state get why do we even it. need it no we don't get rid of it. um fuck it. so yeah we we went down there and 
Uh, I like to I like to window shop, if you will, at like Marshalls, see what deals I can get. Problem is, we're going back on a plane. That's tough. You already you're, had a you're Marshalls kind of guy. Yeah, I go. To, I just try to. I I'm not big. I used to be. Do you like a TJ Maxx? Oh, absolutely. Or, absolutely. I'm out. I on TJ Maxx. Nah. It is what it is. Oh, I mean, I'll go to, I'll go there, but I, I just, I don't like the process of shopping. I don't like TJ Maxx I, because I, they don't sell men's shoes. I, don't, I go to Marshalls that specifically can't be true. because, uh, absolutely, that can't be. True. I swear to God, there's got to be at least one men's shoe there. See, the problem I have with TJ Maxx and Marshall, it's a lot like a Martin's. Depends on how a woman. It's just like the shit that fell off a truck, or like the, the I, I, we can't sell this. Maybe you can. The sh- n- 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 no. <sighs> I mean, the fucking stuff at Martin's is, like, caked in, like, pig shit and stuff. And, and the stuff at Marshall's is still brand new wrapped up. The only thing that's different is, like, there's, like, a speck on the bottom of them. And they're yeah, like, no, no, can't do it. Can't do it. I, I get my shoes there. It's just, you know, I like to ball on a budget. I've always been very frugal. Yeah. Is that the word? Jewish, oh. if you oh. will. You're Jewish? Yeah. Are we allowed I, to, like, be at the table together? There's always been a yarmulke underneath the mullet. No one just ever saw it. I bet it. you can't spell yarmulke. Q <laughs> <laughs> and another Q, yeah. uh, a Batman symbol. Yeah. So. <laughs> and another I, Q. I got. <laughs> so yeah, basically after after no joke, three hours of just browsing around trying to find Bushlight Apple. This is wait. So wait. We eventually. <laughs> you were at Marshalls in Virginia. And now I'm Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So although we so we're at the night race, we're trying to find Bush BLAs can't even find bush lattes and you end up in a marshall's yeah yeah so like that makes sense so I guess. knoxville's not what you would call that close to bristol but i'm just i'm very to, to the point if That's i'm a going solid like couple it's, hours it's, yeah it's an it's an hour and 40 minutes yeah. with a tailwind yeah, yeah so we we drove there and uh went right past the racetrack kept going and just went to virginia like i said to try to get you know friends of the program Bushlight apples they didn't fucking sell any i couldn't even get my own what kind and so i know honestly just I'm throw pissed. the whole state away I'm like pissed. what's good in virginia I mean, maybe leave Martinsville. Richmond's fucking dog shit, but I mean, you know, whatever. I don't, I don't hate Richmond. Well, that's that makes one of us. Um, I mean, I like a Martinsville. Don't get me wrong there. So yeah, we 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 did whatever and fucking came back and you know you got to try every single fast food joint there is that we don't have. Cookout, unbelievable. Cookout's literally the greatest thing that's ever been a fucking thing ever. So you, you, you went to a cookout? Yeah. You, have you never had it? Oh, it's I, worth. I've your been time. to like cookouts before. Like, oh yeah, it's just unbelievable. Is it? Wait, I'm confused. Like Are we a, talking about like the like act the, of cooking no, out no, or like a place? The, res- the restaurant. Never been. Never been? Never even heard oh, of it. Oh, man, dude. So you can get like a bake, like a bacon double cheeseburger. Oh, that and sounds then it, like it, a it heart says, attack. And then it says pick two sides, right? You can get like a fucking chicken sandwich as a side, bro. A quesadilla. A chi- wait, a chicken sandwich? Cheese puffs or something? They're like, they're... Ta- wait, time out. Time wait. Out. Chicken sandwich is a side? Side. You get two sides. That doesn't pick even, two sides. That's not a side. Yep, that's a but meal. It, well, have you ever been to cookout? Nope. Yes, it is. It's a side. chicken sandwich. You can get like, like an entire sandwich. Jalapeno poppers or something. There's That's a whole more of bunch a side of stuff. than a chicken sandwich. Well, you could, dude. It like a quesadilla is not what I would really call a side. I mean, chicken quesadilla That's a, again, as a, a meal. side. That's yeah. another meal. That you, doesn't it, make sense. I'm, I'm, literally, it was like seven ninety nine. I've been to, like, when I went to Wilmington, North Carolina, to visit family. I, I think I I think I owned a cookout franchise. Uh, I haven't got my my pay yet or whatever, but. Yeah, it was like I stopped there every single time. You get literally a meal, you pay and then you and then you pick two sides, which are also a meal. That's three meals right there, and then you get a milkshake for like a dollar more. It's like seven ninety nine. Are you fucking kidding? That can't be true. I swear to God, that can't be. Right. I swear that I, doesn't even make sense. I swear to $7 whoever seven dollars for all that. Who's the Jewish God? I don't. Uh, I swear to him. Jesus was a Jew, right? Uh, uh, <sighs> uh, who's the red guy with the horns? 
the devil. <laughs> that not him? You. Oh, wait. Wait. Okay. Would you say? That was rude. What? <laughs> no, I didn't say nothing. Wait. I, um, I'll go fuck myself. Moses? Could be. Is he know. the Jewish God? He's probably never heard of me either, so I guess we're even. I don't know anything about religion. I couldn't I couldn't tell I you one I think they religion. have a book. They have their own book, right? Yep. Could yep. be. Well. They got the, the curly hairs, right? Like the, well, that's Amish. We all have people. curly hair, but but well, they're also like a form of Jewish, isn't? Aren't they? Amish people? Yeah, I'm like also sixty nine percent sure that's a. So thing. I am Jewish. <laughs> Good to know. Um, you like an Amish guy, huh? Oh man, dude! <laughs> if I could go back in my next life, I swear I'm gonna be Amish. Uh, I'm out. Uh, it's gonna be a no for me, dog. All right. Well, that'll be the effective end of the Black Flag podcast once I go Amish. Yeah, once so. you die and become Amish in your next life, that makes sense. I don't know why you're yelling. I'm not yelling. You're yelling. Do you want me to so, yell? So, what were we talking about? You were at a Marshalls. No. <laughs> I feel like we've gone farther than that, no? I don't oh, know. Cookout. We went to Cookout. Could be. Cook- Unbelievable. You got to try it. So, then basically that no was- No free ads. Still, so. uh, well, yeah. And uh, so, then we we uh, went to we went back to Bristol. And so, I, I had to rent a fucking Jeep Wrangler. Uh, it wasn't my choice. I was, you know- I mean, I bought seltzers, man. I was going oh, full basic gotcha. bitch. Oh, the the most yucky Gross. things I've ever put in my mouth, and that's fucking saying something. Bobby's on this mango, like dude, those are, the program. I don't care what you say. Mango White Claw. Those are good. They're fucking gross. They're good. They're all gross. No, you're wrong. I'm not wrong. You're wrong. If I, there's anything that's not gross, it's mango White Claw. That can't be. I true. will die on that hill. I'm, I, Actually, I'll let you. The Natty Light Mango one aren't aren't bad either, and they fit into a regular size koozie, so you look like you're drinking a Miller Light. So, you know. <sighs> It's, a, it's worth a shot. I'm out. Yeah, well, I'm out on the I'm out on the whole seltzer game. You know what I'm out on? Anything black cherry to ever black cherry ever. Even like Disgusting. a black cherry, like a Yucky. an actual black cherry. Well, maybe I'd eat one of those. I'd They're eat a, so good. I'd eat one of those cherries, the maraschinos or whatever you get on top of a fucking sundae. I probably that's, didn't say that, that. That's basically it, just a sugar ball. The, a Hiroshima, whatever them <laughs> things are, fucking delicious. <laughs> worth your time. Anything else black cherry? Yucky. Kaka. <laughs> get it away from. <laughs> get it away from me. <laughs> Black cherry ice. So we're buzzing down like fucking I don't know Route sixty six or something in no, the Jeep. No, you're not even close to Route sixty six. <laughs> I don't know. So we're going down I sixty nine and this and this Jeep that leads right to the Solero Commerce yeah, compound. If the sun was out, the fucking the top would have been off. And, and I stopped and I got sick and tired of stopping trying to push find these bush light apples. They, do, they just didn't have them. BLAs so just don't exist. Finally, we we drive right through center of town in Bristol, Tennessee, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I've driven this Jeep Wrangler for four hours. I'm going full vagina. I'm getting some fucking seltzers. Oh, no. Walked in like I own the place. Did you have a mask on? Uh, yeah. And actually, spoiler alert, even though it says mask, like, necessary, like, no service, like, no mask, no service on the door, I was the only fucking idiot in there with a mask. So, apparently, fuck me, right? <laughs> um, and so, I walk in, and I, you know, obviously, no BLAs, and uh, I, I walk right over, and I buy two. These are, like probably six, uh, 16 ounce pounders there they, i got a i got a couple bud light black cherries and then i saw coors light ones and i'm like i haven't even seen those in maine and keep in mind i don't look at seltzers at ever like it's not like a, that's not like a, i walk this is this is more like me i had just recently got a snapchat from bobby getting a like drinking seltzers or buying seltzers for a fucking classic weekend i'm like Oof. you know what I'm going to get some fucking seltzers. And they only had like little pounder-ish ones. Was that your way to be with us in your own way yeah, down there? Yeah, exactly. And so I, I go down and I fucking get a couple black cherries each, Coors and Bud Light. And I got to tell you, Coors Light, seltzers, 
yucky, yucky, yucky. <laughs> like the most yucky thing. <laughs> and like the Bud Light ones were like on a scale of one to ten, about a one point seven. Oh, like the, on the on a good scale. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Coors Light ones were about a point zero three. Like they were <laughs> like cock cock. Like man, the only thing worse than that was the rowdy energy that I tried. That was even more. Oh yucky. no, don't spoil oh, that. Bad. Bad. Couldn't be that. It bad. was, and it was a cherry flavored one too. <laughs> Who'd so you have to blow just, for a rowdy energy drink? Those, the man himself. Yep. Stop. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. like they're like sixty nine dollars for a case. Yeah. Like, it, so like for four of them, it doesn't even make sense. Finishing off my Thursday, I get back and and again Jeep Wrangler. I'm very, I, you know me. I I don't care where I'm sleeping. I'll sleep in the middle of Route sixty nine. Like I don't. I'll sleep on the ground. You you have a tarp. All right. I use it as a blanket. Sold. And like that was basically how I almost ended up as a fucking child. So I'm I'm right used to. It. I was I was prepared from an early age, sleeping in tents and shit. So you know, I I, I pull in, and the guy it says twenty dollars parking on the side. I'm I'm like, you know, can I park this thing for twenty dollars and sleep? Because it also says one hundred and fifty dollars for a tent. And well, that doesn't make a lot of no. sense. No, so I, I pull in. I'm like, can I just park this thing? Because it's like almost half raining. And the guy's like, nah, unfortunately, unfortunately, you're gonna need a tent, Mister. What? All right. Be like, this is just a really hard tent with wheels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's, I'm like, oh, man, I was going to buy a tent, but it literally just stopped raining, and it's 10 o'clock at night, and there's no place to buy a tent. He's like, oh, man, you go right up to Walmart up the road. They're probably still open. So you parked at Walmart So I slept. went to Walmart. No, no, that was my plan. I was like, I'm going to go to Walmart, and I'm going to sleep. But, um, you know, there was a lot of there was a lot of what, what I'd call sketchy people that around. Sense, yeah. And I'm like, well, you know, I came all the way here. I'd like to at least live to see the race. Uh, I don't care much about anything else after that. But so I go in buy a tent. We go back to a different campsite because I'm not spending $150. But there's one right on the back stretch. Um, well, almost on the back stretch. Didn't? Nope. It's on almost on the front stretch because it was right at turn four. And we're, like literally, this place was $100 to camp for the weekend, and I could throw a baseball and hit Bristol Motor Speedway. It was so close. And so it was cool. I just I don't know pitched a tent, fucking slept there for the night. <laughs> yeah, I bet you did. And well, that was Wait. the next day when the race cars went on the racetrack. Ah, but yeah, so yeah. it. Pitched the tent and uh, yeah, I don't know. Just hung out the whole night. Went well, I guess not really the whole night. Went to bed pretty early Thursday. It was really not much to do. I didn't really think anyone I knew was down there. And then my buddy uh, Travis and Derek, I met him standing in line waiting to place bets. Shocker at uh, Dover, and we were talking about who we were going to throw money on. And I was telling him to bet the house on Kyle Larson. Spoiler alert: Kyle Larson didn't win. Sorry about your house. And uh, <laughs> I've just been friends with him ever since. And so uh, they were coming down for Virginia, uh, garbage state, throwing the throwing the, throwing the trash, uh, and they they showed up at about eleven, whatever, and so we we basically just made it a whole whole day out of it. This is Friday now, day of the Xfinity race, and um, we're buzzing around, and all of a sudden I get a message from Brooke Keen. She's like, "Hey, we're going to the race tonight. Like, where are you guys gonna sit? Where are you guys parked?" And so I told her where we were, and uh, her and her boyfriend Brad came down, drank with us. It was cool to see. People that I recognize, again, I only really knew Travis and Derek from one instance and, and been friends with Brooke for a while. So, uh, yeah, we went and enjoyed the Xfinity race. Kind of boring. It was more like a old Bristol-style race where everyone's running the bottom, except no one fucking moved anyone out of the way. Except for Jeffrey Earnhardt stuffed his own teammate, Beej Macleod, in the wall. and uh, Makes sense. Then blamed the car that was, like, three car lengths behind him. I don't know what that was about. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was a good day. Um, and uh, I don't know what you – oh, that, yeah, that – that reminds me, fucking the race was like so anticlimactic. You get it. Climactic. Yeah, that one. Anticlimactic that we're fucking sitting there watching. Like we paid tickets for the these seats, like watching the race cars do the race car thing, and me 
Brooke and Megan are just glued to my cellular telephone like, let's go, Derek. Well, maybe I was the only one saying that, but we're like, you know, watching the Granite State race, like fucking come on, let's go. Unbelievable race. I think that you, you probably know a little bit more about what happened. I only watched the last like 20 laps, but that was worth my time. It was nice. Um, yeah. A couple, couple BFP cars with BFP stickers on them. No, no violence. No violence. None at all. Just none at all. Good hardcore racing. Yep. And, uh, yeah, it was, you know, that we were literally like, I don't know, halfway through the Xfinity race, just watching it on our cell phone, the Grand State race. I was just wishing I was at star. I mean the whole entire weekend basically. <laughs> And then I eventually showed up. But, yeah, take us through Star Friday. What the fuck happened there, pal? So, Star – well, let's let's back it up a, a little bit here. Thursday uh, – so, I, the end of the last week, I was just – I was fucking exhausted. So, you know how, like, when you get sick, you just feel kind of, like, wiped out? Just, like, just exhausted. You had COVID? No. Oh. So, I'm just sitting there at my desk on, th- on Thursday, right? And I'm just hanging out. And I kind of did, like, a head bob deal. Like, just, like, lean my head back. I'm like, ah, all right, yeah, whatever. And my the, my coworkers look at me. Like, you don't look so good. You should leave. Didn't even argue with them. I was already out the door before they finished their sentence. Oh, I was like, all right, anytime, anytime you're told that. Yeah. All right, all right, deuces. So I uh, now I know Maddie is listening to this and she works with me. So don't tell on me. But um, I may or may not have had um a scheduled text message for five o'clock in the morning that I was still gonna be sick on Friday. Uh, so Maddie, I know you're listening. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> uh, from there, uh, I, I slept in, had myself a nice morning. Uh, we were planning on getting up early for Friday to help Matt gain, do some practice stuff. And then Russell was going to go down and, uh, race the Granite State race. Well, mind you, okay, this is how fucking stupid we are. Okay. Rusty went down there with my trailer and his car while Bobby took Rusty's trailer to put his small block car in so so rusty went down there and his trailer but rusty did not use his trailer Hmm. does that make sense nope okay yeah didn't to me either Uh, apparently i have the bigger trailer so rusty since he was actually going to race out of it made more sense for him him to use the room so we spent all day thursday uh just kind of getting shit together and fitted and you know when you're using someone else's trailer that it's it's like a big jenga game it doesn't uh, not Jenga. Uh, you get it. The shapes. Block sores. Nope. Oh. Tetris. Same one. Tetris. It's like a big game of Tetris. Pac-Man. Uh, so we we got that situated Thursday. Head headed down Friday. Matt ended up didn't pra- d- ended up not practicing, so I got to sleep in a little bit. Headed down the racetrack on Friday, and uh, Rusty uh, unloaded. Uh, he wasn't the worst car on the track, but wasn't the fastest either. Uh, goes out there. They make some adjustments. Jerry Babb was helping. And uh, he ended up having a pretty solid piece. He ended up being, like, sixth quick in qualifying, which was wild because they do, like, single car. or Well, they say it's group qualifying, but there's only two cars on the track. Uh, he ended up qualifying sixth uh, up until, like, literally the last two cars went out there. So that was cool. Um, and then uh, from there, he ended up uh, throwing the boat anchor out in the heat race, finished, like, second to last, which put him kind of behind the eight ball coming to the feature. Uh, but he started like 16th, I think, and ended up passing eight cars all the way up to eighth. So he had a pretty strong piece. He he drove his ass off. It was it was a good showing for uh, the raw number 44 deal there. Uh, I think he's gonna come back at Oktoberfest. Um, so we'll we'll help him out there on Sunday at Oktoberfest at Lee. Um, and uh, we ended up partying all night Friday night. So Rusty's done racing. We're gonna party. So I had agreed to sleep in Joe and Nicole's camper. Bobby's brother and sister and brother-in-law. 
I had my own bed. They had bunk beds in the corner. Tim Tom's going to sleep on the table. Easy, right? Easy. Brought a pillow, brought a blanket. I was prepared. And much like you, I can sleep pretty much anywhere. I have no problem sleeping anywhere. Well, no, I can. I can sleep anywhere. It's just if I don't know where my morning shower is going to come from, then I get cunty. So I, I have no problem sleeping in a tent. Always going to have a couple gallons of water. I don't know. I don't know about that. Yep. So, like, I'm excited. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna party all night. I'm going to crash on this, this bed. It's going to be a great time. So about, I'd say, 3, 3 in the morning, maybe 4. I stumble into the camper. Why'd no. you go to bed early? I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> it was only Friday night, pal. I needed to reserve myself. Uh, so I, I come into the camper, and Joe and Nicole have two dogs, Rico and Larson. Abram. Oh. Okay. Rico and Larson. I open the door, and I th- I thought I was murdering someone before <laughs> I even came through the <laughs> So now it's like 4 a.m. Everyone is now awake. <laughs> <laughs> You're Joe, welcome. Joe and Nicole are like, shut up. Whap! And like, like trying to get the co- dogs to calm down. Tim Tom is tits up on the table bed. <laughs> Never flinched. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't bat an eye. Never flinched. <laughs> so he's dead. And then I, I go over to the bunk beds there, and uh, there's a small child up in the top one. And I, I open the thing up, and Jeremy DeCourcy is in my bed. <laughs> I'm like, no. So there's a small child in both. Right, basically, yeah. I'm like, there's a small child in both of these beds, and I, I'm supposed to sleep in the bottom one. So now there's a bit of an issue because, like, I, as, I love Jeremy not cuddling him. I, I, I don't know him well enough to cuddle the little guy. Well, um, I, I don't probably could have. I, pr- I probably could have. I probably could have just actually thrown him, like, at the foot of the bed like a dog, and he would have been fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's sleeping in a circle. So I end up uh, calling Russell because Russell was awake with me when, by the time I went to bed. I said, what are the odds that we can cuddle? We're, we're each other's Atlantic City cuddle buddies because uh, you usually have like seven people to a hotel room with only two beds. So you choose your cuddle buddy. We, yep. It is what it is. Uh, he's like, yeah, it's fine. It's whatever. So I, I wander to the complete opposite side of the fucking uh, parking lot, and I'm pointing because that's good for radio. Um, I understand. Right. <laughs> I'm glad you do. Uh, so I, I literally walk the entire length of the, the parking lot there, and um, I end up uh, – yeah, basically cuddling with Russell all, all night, and I, I wake up, and uh, I, I woke up to a nice Aroma Joe's visit from Tim Tom Saturday morning, ready to start my day, and uh, I know that I have a minute, so I I, I, I bathe myself. Was that I, a, was that a thanks for not waking me up last night? I, I don't know visit? that he knew that I woke him up. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, I, I ended up getting my shower in. I, I I dressed myself. I was ready to go, ready to have a day. And uh, Saturday came around, and Saturday was uh, Isma Big Block Super Modifieds, 350 Small Block Modifieds, NEMA Midgets, and NEMA Lights. So it was all it was basically all wings, everything, no fenders allowed in the pits kind of day. Uh, so uh, Bobby had a small army of humans helping him on the on both cars, so I just kind of sat back, relaxed, and was a fan for once. And um, Bobby goes out there. He, he kind of lays his deck out on, on the – the small block deal there. I think he qualified fifth and redrew third, something like that. Uh, so he goes out there. I think he was running fifth by the end of the race in the small block race. And then, uh, uh, lap traffic helped him out a little bit to get to fourth. Uh, and then the big block goes out there. And, and this is a, a situation too, where, you know, Rusty's driving the super late model on Friday, Bobby's driving the super modifieds on Saturday. Yeah. You know, we all kind of grew up racing together, all grew up just hanging out, doing what we want to do. So it's cool to see Bobby kind of live that, that childhood dream out of, you know, being, being 
able to race both cars on the star classic. He had the big block car going, you know, it was just kind of cool to watch from, you know, I, I wasn't really a part of it, but it was cool to just kind of be in the background there and just see it all go down. It was cool to follow along on social media. Just yeah. for me. So good for Bobber. Uh, he was having, I mean, he kind of stepped on his own wean in the, the qualifying for the big, big block race. I think they put a set of sticker tires on it, and the car just w- was not a fan of that. So I think he qualified 23rd out of 25, something like that. But I uh, believe they took everyone for that race. And he went out there. He made he actually made his way up to, like, 13th or 14th, something like that. And he was just kind of riding around. And uh, about halfway-ish, the power steering shit the bed, so he had to park the big block. But, again, it was just kind of cool to watch that. And, uh, you know, I, I had never seen the Isma big blocks anywhere other than Lee. So it was kind of cool to see them at a different place, a much shorter – uh, different different atmosphere altogether, uh, racetrack wise. So, uh, definitely just like I said, just cool to see. There's really no other way to put it. I mean, those are just badass race cars. They're thousand horsepower fucking airplanes upside down, and that's it. That's all it is. Uh, so that was cool. And then we we just partied again all day Saturday. You know, it ended up at Camp Anaconda with the Webers, and they had lobster going. He bought a a food trailer so there's round and barbecue over and mac and cheese and everything for anybody who wanted any well, fuck my uh, life there was a naked guy running through the pits could have left that out it was a, i mean it was a thing i meant uh, the food i'm pissed yeah. he knew who i was that, all night that, that seemed for, weird yeah because <laughs> <laughs> i remember a trip to buffalo wild wings with you last week where there was some dude as queer as a two dollar bill and he <laughs> fucking all knew about all that. about you you're like i'm gonna take that. a jack and coke uh, you know fucking captain and coke have some same, respect same thing as big as you as big as you can get it like make it and he's just like okay charlie and we, we, <laughs> he walks away and we're like did he just say my name? <laughs> I mean, this guy is straight out of a fucking pride rally. I mean, dude, you know. I forgot all about that. Yeah, this. I mean. We're like, literally sitting there. And I spent the entire evening trying to figure out who the fuck it was. There's no problem with that. It's no, just I that don't he, care. That he, in in public, not at a pride, I don't know. It, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it was I what it was. All about, yeah, last week we were at Buffalo Wild Wings, and I ordered a drink like Brad says, and he's like, all right, that sounds about right, Charlie. I was like. Yeah. Huh? Excuse me? I was damn sure I didn't you have guys a name tag touched on, each other think. at least once. No, not even one time. Okay. All right. That was just you that one time. You? What? Touched who? Uh, once? <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I went Bristol. Saturday's obviously the big race, the night race. And uh, I, I went over to the – Bristol's cool because it's so loud and obviously it's not – there's not like a – the strip itself is actually owned by the racetrack, whereas Bristol – I guess nothing around the racetrack is owned by the racetrack. Like it's basically like a there's one parking lot. It's like built into front. a hill, so it's kind of hard to. Yeah, there's yeah. one parking lot out front. And there's like a path that surrounds the whole entire thing, and that's obviously racetrack property. There's fences. You can tell very clearly it's racetrack property. Well, you walk out of the fences, and it was just like any other race weekend. There's there's tents selling moonshine slushies. There's fucking. I don't know, like barbecue fucking trailers. There's some dude selling pizza out of like a pickup truck. I don't know. There's just a whole bunch. There's tents selling everything imaginable. You know, die cast shirts. Fucking. I'm surprised you didn't come home with a basket full of die casts. Casey at. Wait a second. Uh, <laughs> like Casey oh. Atward. Hey, Atward. 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 Atward t-shirts. Um, there's this, and there was just, it was unbelievable. It was like a, it was like a fair and it's cool because we don't get fairs in Maine this year. So I walk, we walk out there and we went there Thursday or Friday, I guess. And, uh, before the race, we spent like three or four hours out there. I had an alligator on a stick. That was cool. Like not a, 
actual it was just oh. the meat it was yeah it was it was actually pretty good yeah, it's like chewy chicken yeah it was very good yeah. never tried it um and so we go out and i get a trump bucket hat just and i don't care politically i mean i'm probably gonna vote for him but uh i just i like making people upset it's like one of my favorite things in, in the world honestly <laughs> is when other people get upset so uh i was just wearing it around fucking celebrating and i guess i fired off a couple two three many two uh snapchats to people and uh I woke up the next morning like, hey, get me one of those hats. Give me one of those hats. Like a couple Venmo payments. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. So now I had to go. For, uh, Saturday, I had to go out early. And uh, I was like, I don't know, 3 o'clock. Place is fucking packed. I go out and I get a whole bunch of Trump merchandise for everyone that wants it. And uh, yeah, a bunch of... I actually did buy a die cast. So I walk over. There's this tent. So usually... There's like a bunch of shitty die casts that like have probably survived like a snowstorm at one point. Like they're just the box looks like shit and and, and you know, it the place there's die casts from like any generation, like years ago, oh, yeah. like thirty years ago. Like it, it they don't it's they, usually just a bunch of stuff thrown into a fucking like bins and st- it's just it's not it's not really like a nice nice shop if you will so i walk in there's that's where one, i want to go every time yeah exactly oh yeah, yeah for sure they're like five dollars they the have fucking, the weirdest shit ever but yeah. it's always like a dollar and no one else they're has like ever the, seen here's it ever. this casey mears fucking coke 600 win for five bucks you're like sold you fucking take it home so i walk in and there's this guy he has everything nice nicely set up and you know it's all brand new stuff and i'm like this is just weird so i walk over and there's this 35 dollar jeff gordon service king car there's a sticky note on the front says service king i'm like what the fuck does service king mean so i'm shit-faced i pick up the die cast i go to open the box the guy comes running out hey hey hey, hey, hey. i'd appreciate if you didn't touch my stuff do you not want me to buy it i was like what and he's like yeah don't open the boxes uh, okay i was like what the fuck so I just put the diecast back down. I'm like, that's how you fucking sell diecast. Yeah. And I had no intentions on buying diecast because keep in mind, I have to jump back on a plane. I already didn't have any fucking room when we started. <laughs> so I walk over. I'm like, I'll just fucking go take my business elsewhere. And I walk over to the guy across the street and he has a William Byron, like 2018, his rookie year throwback to Jeff Gordon with fucking Rainbow Warrior car. And it was like 30 bucks. I'm like fucking sold. Bought it. And then like my buddy was still like browsing over at the other guy's shop. I'm like, look what I just fucking bought over there. This thing's fucking sweet. Took it out of the box. I'm like, look at this out of the box and everything <laughs> fucking guy oh a guy had a fit told me to get the fuck out of his shop um didn't have room for it on the plane <laughs> so, <laughs> i'm walking to the it's airport still there actually <laughs> <laughs> i'm walking to the airport with fucking one one box die cast <laughs> in my hand they're like is that your fucking carry-on yeah it is um and yeah i, I don't know if you've ever met me but i i like to take sp- i like to spitefully do things yes um so yeah, that was definitely out of spite. But uh, yeah, and after you know going around and buying a bunch of T-shirts that I didn't need for everyone and anyone that asked for them, uh, I don't know. It just it, it was a it was a nice it was nice to get back to like an actual racing environment. I know that there was only ha- half capacity, not even that. It was only thirty thousand fans, so it's not even close to half, I guess. But there's just a bunch of people just around, no one wearing a mask. It was fucking awesome. Um, probably have COVID. That's fine. I haven't coughed yet, so that's good but uh yeah we walked through the bristol fan zone some they had this like it's bristol baby sign yeah. and we had a group of people this is actually friday and uh we're like yeah we take our picture and i'm wearing a Derek griffith shirt and i was the one i took brooke's phone because I, I don't know no one wanted to ask a random person to fucking and i to be honest i don't ask random people anything i don't talk to people if i don't know them um unless i'm drunk and guess who was drunk so i walk over i'm like hey we take our picture and they're like hell yeah we will that guy's from maine and i'm like who like Derek griffith i'm like nope that's not true you're close yeah. <laughs> you're so really close, close. <laughs> so close. And, and he's like well i'm from maine i'm like really i'm from maine too i'm like where are you from he's like madawaska i'm like you are not from, oh, maine. You're from Canada. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's not no <laughs> you are not from maine sorry pal <laughs> um but yeah it was it was cool i guess they're from there was a couple of people from madawaska and a couple of people from like 
I don't even know. Like they, they said, like just north of Bangor. So they were Caribou. from they were from all of the north. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, which is I mean good for them. I think they drove too, which is crazy. Yikes. But yeah, we went to the obviously went to the night race, and uh, I don't know the one thing, the one gripe that I had. So the the Xfinity race was cool because I don't like Austin Cindric at all. Apparently he lost power steering with like thirty to go, and it looked like he was going to win. And Chase Briscoe ran him down and passed him, which is cool to see. Uh, I don't. I don't hate Chase, Chase Briscoe at all. I don't really necessarily cheer for him, but it's cool to see him win, even though he's won 70 times this year. And uh, then Saturday, we go to the night race. Obviously, we're sitting like all of the high. We're sitting like 70 fucking rows up in the grandstands right out of turn two. And uh, it was cool because you had guys like Kyle Busch and Truex and Eric Jones, I think, even started at the back. And when you started at the back, there's a bunch of guys. So there's obviously a big discrepancy between like even like a 30th place car and a 39th place car. There's like at least eight cars that are just always in the way. And they all they had to make the top line work. So like I said earlier, the bo- there was no top whatsoever on Friday night. Well, Saturday the top had to come in, um, and it was cool. It was it was just it was interesting to see. Like obviously you get such a good run off the top, so it, it's nice to see the guy on the bottom is like clear by a car length. But that's not enough. The guy on the top is just gonna fucking rocket past them. So there's always something going on, and that was that was what I really picked up the most from Bristol is that. Is no matter where you look, like everyone could be strung out. Like the top five guys could be strung out, but the battle for eleventh is fucking wicked. Like you got got you got guys three wide coming off the corner, and you know it's just I don't know. It was cool to see that Saturday was way better. The only thing that I had uh, that I really fucking didn't like about Bristol was so you walk out. Obviously, we're in COVID times. It's weird. We're sitting pretty high up. And, you know, in my mind, I'm like, these are the people that paid a lot for the tickets. So, you know, this is this is where everything really should be open. So I walk out, I go to take the, take a piss. There's a concession stand right next to it. Well, it says concessions on both ends. Just there's an arrow pointing to each way. It says concessions this way with arrows pointing to each side. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I take a right. Bad idea. So right out of the pisser, take a right, concession stand. Concession stands this way. Kept going right. So I walk. We're sitting in turn two, keep in mind. I walk almost to turn one. Not a single concession stand was open. And you finally get to a gate. That says no, like stop here, no re-entry, and there's a like there was a walkway to go down to like the next level. But I guess if you went down there, you could never come back up. I don't know if it was a dungeon. I, I, I don't know what I did. So I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like we're already into driver intros, and I just wanted like a chicken tender basket or something. So I had already walked like I don't know, fucking eighth of a mile, quarter of a mile. You know, I'm just I'm just being ridiculous at this point. I fucking. <laughs> Walk back the whole entire way that I just walked, right past the bathroom that I started at. Kept walking. Next concession stand closed. Next, next concession stand. I'm standing in line, not paying attention, just shooting off Snapchats and text messages and shit. And I look up. This one only sells pizza. I'm like, oh fucking sweet. I don't want pizza. I had pizza the last night. Sucked. Kept walking. Next concession stand closed. Keep in mind, Yippa also our, our body Yippa there. He wanted a T-shirt. So I saw this. Yippa's favorite pastime is buying wanting a t-shirt. a t-shirt to races that he doesn't go to. <laughs> exactly. Doesn't make any sense. So I, it's like we're, we're not even on the plane yet on Thursday. He's like, buy me a t-shirt. I'm like, from Bristol? And he's like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Friday night we walk out. and I walk into the, the little area there, whatever, where they sell shit. And there's a concession stand smack right in front of us. And I take a picture of this sweet shirt. had like the whole state of Tennessee. had like the Bristol Motor Speedway logo. And it said like, it's Bristol Baby Below or something. I'm like, is it, this, is, this one good enough? And he says, yes. So I'm trying to find this fucking shirt. So I'm trying to get a chicken tender basket, get a shirt. I walk past every single concession stand all the way down into turn three, past turn three. Not a fucking single one of them was open. And I don't know about you, but that's not how you sell shit. Uh, and so I had to come, dude, it was just, it was a whole mess. And their, their food item menu was quite literally a cheeseburger, a pretzel and nachos. 
What the fuck? I love nachos. Nachos are fucking fantastic. That's what I had to go with. I'd even put the nacho cheese on the cheeseburger. Probably, yeah. That probably wouldn't suck. Well, or dunk the pretzel in the nacho cheese. Yeah. Really, I just mean, nacho cheese on anything. I mean, same better. thing. I'm literally standing there in line. Like, I threw my hand. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And I gave the guy a tip because when you spin your little frigging card reader around, it like forces you to give him a tip. Like, you can hit the no tip button, but someone's definitely going to fucking shit in your food or whatever. That's okay. So I just hit 15%. And then he gave me a free pretzel with it. And, you know, that was great. Pretzel sucked. Tastes like cardboard. But I don't know what. I, I know it's COVID, but Jesus Christ, you got to give a little bit of a fucking effort. And, uh, I mean, that was Saturday. The best part about Saturday was that Brooks' dad, Butch, was fucking buzzing around, I guess. He fired, he fired us a message on the Black Flag Facebook account there. And I don't, we, yeah, we're just, we're, very bad we're so that. terrible. At, like, uh, when, when we say there's three people that, like, pay attention to this, if Charlie goes on and clicks just messenger with the notification it wipes it off for everyone else if i do the same thing to charlie charlie's yeah. never going to see that message Correct. i'm never going to see that message so just clicking messenger like sometimes you can see the preview well that's all you're going to see because when i come back on to go look at it it's gone so he, I, I literally was like sitting on my couch yesterday watching sunday night football and i saw his message saying where are you guys camping they eventually found us they start, started like walking by and i'm like i feel like he looks recognizable and brooke i don't think brooke ever told me maybe she did i was drunk that her dad was there so he wanders by and some guy has a keen motorsports. It wasn't even his, her dad, but the other guy had a keen motorsports jacket on. I'm like, what, what the? I know them. And so he came over and partied with us early before the race. And then, or maybe this was Friday night. I don't know. I fucking, I'm so bad at time. And eventually after the race, we went over and sat by their fire. And I drank until fucking three in the morning. Friday night was tough because no, everyone went to bed so early. Uh, my buddies showed up, like I said, about 11. And we started drinking then. We were taking shots of stuff and fucking, Oof. we were getting all, we were, yeah, we were getting right, right shit-faced. And it got to about 11 at night and I'm sitting, I'm the only one sitting by a, by the fire. And I found out that my, my uh, alter ego or whatever is Bradford. And uh, Bradford came out because I was getting so many Snapchats from everyone and their uncle at fucking Star. And I was just having the worst FOMO of all time. <laughs> And keep in mind, so I can say, I said that I could hit the racetrack with a rock. We could hit also the next batch of trees with a rock and we didn't have firewood. So guess who just fucking kept going back and forth. And I was coming out like a fucking beaver with a whole goddamn tree on my back every single time. And I'd break it and I, I was, uh, stuffing the fire, keeping it going. And I eventually got sick of it. So I was like, you know what? I'm burning clothes. So I went, <laughs> I went into my backpack and just started throwing fucking clothes into the fire. I'm like, fuck this. I'm not going to get any more wood. Like there's wood. Like your own clothes? Oh yeah. I, Bradford, full effect. Oh, Brad, you are Bradford. I was, I am Bradford when I drink oh. too much. Oh, yeah. okay. So like Charlie turns to Charles, Rusty turns to Russell. Robert. Or whatever. Yeah, Bobby. yeah, Bobby turns to Robert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was full, full Bradford. So I was literally like throwing, like, because the wood was there, right? But it was just somewhat wet. There was enough fire going where I'm like, this cocksucker has to dry. So I'm throwing shit on there. It's it's lighting like a motherfucker. I almost lit everyone's tent on fire too. There's three of them at this point, and they own rent the rental jeep. That was cool. And uh, eventually the clothes went out, and the wood was still on fire. But I was pissed, and uh, I had been drinking a little bit more, and I threw a whole chair on the fire. And um, I don't know if you're supposed to breathe in that those, those chemicals Probably when not. they're on fire, but I, I at least I didn't have many brain cells to start with. I at least lost it, it, half of what I have left just from breathing that shit in. And it got to like one in the morning, and it's weird for me because you know usually one in the morning I'm at work and no one's awake, and I'm just you know I'm just solo riding, if you will. Uh -huh. Well, one o'clock in the morning, everyone at Star is still awake. 
So I'm just, I'm buzzing around. I'm, I'm literally like going on tour by myself, fucking walked, I don't know, at least a half a mile towards the Bristol Motor Speedway sign. There was three or four fires, but it was always like two people just, just putting around. They weren't doing nothing cool. You know, I'm, I'm used to seeing people like fucking jumping into fires and shit. And I don't know, just having a good time. Beer pong, cornhole. No one had anything going on. I was disgusted. I was disgusted at the party. I was going, you know, I'm winded. I'm so upset. I've just, I've just been going on for so long, but yeah, it was basically, there's no party atmosphere whatsoever. And, uh, it got to Saturday night and we, and I was just sitting with Brooks dad at the fire and, and his buddies and we ordered pizza. It was already one. And, uh, I had to return the rental Jeep at fucking seven thirty in Knoxville, which is two hours away. So that means I have to leave at five thirty. So it's one o'clock. We order pizza. They show up around one thirty. whatever we eat pizza fucking it's like three now. And I'm like, Holy shit. I have to fucking leave wicked soon so i jump in the jeep i sleep for an hour woke up still drunk drove buzz right down to knoxville fucking jumped on an airplane and made it to star speedway about 10 minutes too late because not only did the flight get delayed an hour but also we get back to logan airport and our car is fucking dead as a doorknob and you know and and kudos to logan airport thanks for that 135 dollars fucking parking charge that's cool but their, you know, AAA feller was there in a second. Like, I called, and as as quickly as I was like, I'm on level four, and I'm in row F, I wasn't even off the phone yet, and the guy's already there fucking jumping the car. So we jumped the car and fucking buzz right down, and uh, I had to stop and get cash. That's pretty much the only reason why we were late, because I was going about 100 miles an hour down the down the fucking highway. But, yeah, I mean, Star, yesterday was a hell of a show. Um, yeah, you know. one, one thing I forgot to talk about, too, that the Grand Estate race that uh, Russell was in. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have a headset on. I'm trying to watch Rusty run the pro stock, and he's trying to wheel his way back up into like the, the top ten, top five. He's knocking on the door there, but up front, Derek Griffith and Joey Paul put on a fucking heater of a race. That's what I was trying to. I was trying to lead you into it. I said they that were, we were watching it on our phone and everything, and I was like, "So tell us a little bit more about Friday night." And you just completely skipped over the they, best finish I've ever. They seen. They were literally side by side for 16 laps, like. Never really touched each other. It was some of the most like hard, like hard driving, but like also super respectful. Not bouncing off each other, not using each other up. I mean, I mean, they just both did what they had to do. Now going into that last restart too, Joey Pole was the leader. All right, he chose the top. Yeah, that was an aggressive move. He chose the top, and I think I, I honestly just truly think that that was just experience coming into play. All right, he chose the top because he knew that if Derek got the jump on the top side that Derek would have gotten around him and I don't think he would have caught him. But he knew that if he started up top and he held him down on the bottom and could pitch him off down the down the straightaways, Derek was getting loose up off the corner. There was one time Derek went into three and four and damn near wrecked both of them. But it was wild where you could you could literally hear them in the corner. They'd let off and you'd hear the car go whop bah! and like the car would almost fucking die in the middle of the corner because they're just not trying to use each other up. And it was some of the greatest racing I've ever seen. And Joey just literally just, I, I think he outsmarted him. I mean, he just, he knew he had something on the top side. And he was the only one that could hold something on the top groove. Everybody else, if they tried the top, got freight trained. Absolutely fucking went backwards. And he, he knew how to dive in that corner just enough to where he could get the run up off. And he could beat Derek to the line every time. So he knew that if he just held him down there, Derek wasn't going anywhere. And it was fucking spectacular racing up front. But, I mean, the, really the whole show went off. Um, spectacularly. That it, that finish was so it was it was crazy to see because every single time that you looked, it looked like Derek had the run 
off the corner and and Joey would be back like at least at least a half car length. There was one time even with like it was like three or four to go. It looked like Derek completely pulled away from him. And I'm yeah. like I'm I'm like oh that's that's the end of the race. And then Joey just fucking sent it down in the corner, made it stick, and they both came out side by side again. Derek got a little loose. I don't know if he went into the speed bumps or whatever, but I'm like fuck. That's you know you don't usually see. I know obviously Star Star is a unique little racetrack, but I've never really seen someone be able to work the top that well, like for that long. Like right. you, you usually you can make the top work. But not for that long. Right. Um, so that was pretty crazy to see. It was, it was way better than the Xfinity race I was watching that I paid a ticket for. So <laughs> I honestly think Joey just knew that Derek would have been better if Derek could use the entire racetrack. So by going on the top side, he could pinch him down up off the corner. Yeah. And Derek just couldn't get that run off the corner, which that, that's just it's br- brilliant race car driving. That's all it is. Yeah. I mean, Joey has the experience. I mean, he's not much. I don't think he's much older than us at all, but he just has so much experience in that style car at that level that he knew what he had to do. It was interesting to see their, their post-race videos though the amount of respect they had for each other and derek said that they were hanging out i mean they're like both middle from of the, week the and same De- but derek, derek said that he looked up to joey for a long time which yeah. was interesting to see because i feel like there's not that much of an age gap right but still like i you know yeah when you see joey pole at 97 on the racetrack it's gonna be pretty fast every yeah. time you see it so no uh, i mean it, it was just a and star speedway i need to give kudos to the weber family and the star speedway in general this star classic weekend it was a three-day show. Typically, a three-day show, Saturday or like Friday is like all-day practice. Saturday, you qualify. Sunday is the race. So you have people there all weekend because they have to be, which, you know, back in the day, people never really thought about it, you know, that way. You're just, you're going to be there anyway. It's whatever. But we've gotten into an era where people... It, maybe they don't necessarily want to be there all three days. You know what I mean? So what they did was they broke it up into literally three completely independent race programs. So Friday was the Granite State race, plus I think shit boxes and some other stuff. So they, they had a marquee event every night. You know what I mean? That's that's what made – that was, was the brilliance to me. So Friday night, the, the, the marquee event was the Granite State race. You know, it comes the end of the night. You know, you're all amped up. You're ready to go. You watch the the – Super late models go out there. They put on a fuck of a show. Night's over. All right. So now the Granite State guys, they they get done. They wheel them out of the racetrack. There's a line of trucks and tr- uh, haulers in the you know, ready to come in. Next show comes in. So Saturday, like I said, was Isma Big Block Super Modifieds, Small Block Three Fifty Super Modifieds, NEMA Lights and NEMA Midgets. All right. So now you have all winged everything. No 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 fenders in the pits. Nothing like that. And that's a completely independent show. Once the big blocks take the checkered, same deal. Everybody loads up, they come out, and then you, in the uh, lineup area to get back into the pits, you have act style late models in there. You have street stocks and some other shit boxes. And, and I think Nima, uh, the, the classic lights were there too, uh, where Justin Harris just absolutely dicks off everyone yet again this year. So good on Justin. That's another BFP car out there. Uh, but it's it's that's the way to run these shows because say if you're a family of like three or four or whatever. Did you just call the modified racing series ship boxes? Because you said street stocks, late models, oh, yeah. and some and, other ship boxes. Yeah. <laughs> you get it. Uh, <laughs> the so, marquee event of the day. So so the 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 Valeni modified racing series was there on Sunday too. Uh, but you know, like I said, every night had a marquee event, which is the way to do it. And uh, you know, say if you're a family of three or four or whatever, you know, a weekend pass for all three days was $90. Now, if you're going to be there all week any or all weekend anyway, it's whatever. But say if you're just, you know, a, a young family or whatever, it, just to get three people in the pits, that's almost $300 for the entire weekend. So maybe you only want to go Saturday. Well, if you're only going to go Saturday to like a, 
I don't know, a typical three-day show, you're going to see some heat races that might not make sense and you're not going to see the feature event of it and you're going to see some other uh, feature and this, that, the other thing. And you're like, well, when did those guys go back? Oh, they don't race until tomorrow. Oh, that sucks. Um, so it, it was cool that they broke it up that way. That is the best way to run a three-day show. So, again, kudos to the Weber family. Kudos to Star Speedway. Hell of a job. Uh, everything went off on time. We were out of the out of the racetrack by 9 or 10 at the latest every night. Uh, Sunday, we were out before 5 o'clock. It was spectacular. That's the way to do it. And then afterwards, it's just a party. Yeah. It's, I, a, it's a party. I really appreciated that on Sunday where there was only three divisions or yeah. whatever. But that, that's the, you know, three great races. Oh, yeah. And Even it's, the it's, a perfect, it's a perfect Sunday because the, I, and especially for me, because like I said, I got one hour of sleep total, jumped on a plane, was late to the event anyways, finally made it. And, you know, you got to support your local short track. So I'm not going to not stop at Star Speedway on the way back through, which is not really on the way, but you get it. And, uh, yeah, no, was, the, the mod race was, was pretty spectacular. It was. So, I, I was spotting for uh, Carl Medeiros in the 50 there. And the the, the Valeni Tour, or those modifieds in general, they are on an absolute garbage tire. That tire that they run, throw it in the trash, get them something harder that they can actually race on. It's so fucking soft that they go out there in the heat races. Carl went out there. He was running fourth, I think. He wasn't even a quarter throttle. Because you can't use the tires up. And then you hear uh, like Matt Swanson goes by last in his heat race because he knows he, he already won an MRS race, so he can't start up front anyway. You can't start better than 10th or whatever. You have to start out back. So he knows he's not going to start up front anyway, so he just fucking puts her on. Quarter, maybe a quarter throttle the whole entire heat race. Finishes last, it's whatever. He knows he's going to start out back anyway. So you save your tires. It's a big chess match. That's, that's fucking that's, stupid. That's good to know, though. Because everyone was like, Matt looked pretty slow in his heat. And I picked him in the race pool. Yeah. And then he was fast as shit. They were the all slow. Like, oh. They were all slow. Be- <coughs> oh, God, I'm dying. They oh, were all was, slow. That was COVID. Because you can't use that tire up. It just it's it promotes shitty racing because the drivers are smarter than the, the, the tour at that point. So they're all going to go in eighth throttle for 75% of the race. Yellow comes out, whatever. All right, we got 25 to go. And then you're going to see some shit. Give those, them a tire that they can fucking race on. Those heat races seemed awfully leeway. It was a waste show. of time. It was a it was a waste of time. Yeah. The heat races were because That's they're good. all just playing games. Good to know. Yeah, I, I missed. All, I mean, Carl I, Carl did the same thing. I missed every heat race that ever heat raced. I'm literally the street socks. I'm actually. literally on the mic to Carl like, hey, you're fourth. You have a huge gap behind you. Huge gap ahead of you. Ride around. Save the tires. It's it is what it is. There's they're so fucking soft. You literally look at them and your hands are black. That's how soft they are. Like, well, it's wild. Did you get a lot of sun this weekend? Or yeah, what? you get it. Oh. Um, so then he goes Your out there in the feature, and uh, Carl, I think, started like 11th, uh, made his way up to 6th, and he was having a good run, and then got tangled up in a, a wreck uh, on the backstretch there. They, they piled up like six fucking cars. Yeah, what and, the fuck was up with that? Because no, I, don't know. I was sober as a whistle, and I didn't see the yellow come out, but there was some dude completely sideways in, on the backstretch. Yeah, I, I was just – I was trying to watch Carl, and I honestly – like, I was spotting. I missed it. I, I 100% was, <laughs> missed it. I was watching them come out of two, and I'm, like, looking at the Battlefield lead, looking at the battle. Oh, God, there's a car that's completely yeah. stopped. And I think Anthony Nocella, the leader, was just as surprised as everyone else. Yeah. And fucking friend of the program, Matt Swanson, just goes, like uh, – I don't know how he didn't hit the tires. Did you see any of that? A little bit, yeah. Because he went to avoid the guy high because everyone else went low, and he was just going to stuff it in the back of all of them. And he went right through the dirt, and you you can't really steer control the car once you get onto that fucking yeah, wet grass. Yeah. So, like, I thought for sure he was going to stuff it right in the tires. Somehow he didn't. Came out with still second or third. Yeah. Actually, no, they lined him up like – I don't know. That was weird. They lined him up fifth, I think. 
Because I remember watching it, and he came out of that and he, that deal, and he was like, I think a lot of the other guys wrecked or were involved in it somehow, and he came right out on the racetrack second or third, and they lined him up fifth. But, um, yeah, and, and I was, that was an unfortunate event, I would say, for a lot of guys. There's a lot of fast guys that were caught up in that that had been fast all day. And um, Yeah, like I said, Carl was running fifth or sixth, I think, when that happened. Yeah. And it um, – he he knocked in he knocked some into someone with the right front wheel and he thought the toe was knocked in which it i'm sure it is but uh running around under pace laps it knocked the tire off the bead like the tire wasn't fucked up it just literally knocked it off the bead so it went flat under yellow he came back in and his guys actually did a pretty good job of changing that fixing some of the damage that he had on there and making it back out before the green came out and he actually picked up several spots after the green came back out uh so good on carl good on the crew there um, I love spotting for that kid. It, it's a, it's a good time doing that, just the spotting deal in general. And you know, I'm learning as I go, and it, it's I, I just love doing it. But, clear enough. Yeah, clear enough. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, it it just it's just one of those deals again. It's short track racing. It was a three day weekend. Our, yeah. One I, one thing that was lost in the shuffle about Bristol that I'd, I'd go back to real quick is that I so again I bought these tickets, uh, one for me, one for Megan, and one for my dad back in November. And um, my dad a couple weeks three weeks ago, a month ago, two months ago. I don't know. Um, he was like, yeah, I don't really, I don't really want to go anymore. And he's not that he's really worried about the whole COVID thing. He is a Democrat. So I guess maybe he is, but he, uh, he was like, you know, I, I just don't have enough money for it. And I know that I, in order to have like a good enough time and I don't want you to rely on buying me everything. And I'm like, well, I can, you know, I like, I, I've kind of been saving for this. And he's like, no, nah, I just, you know, I'd kind of rather not. All right. Sounds good. Whatever. So again, like I, I probably told this on the podcast before, but I told my buddy Caleb, I was like, yeah, you want to come? He's like, yeah, hell yeah. We were supposed to take his car. And then he rolled it into a tree and um, doesn't drive anymore. Well, it might. That but, makes sense. But we, you know, it'd be tough to tough to try to navigate with your head in an angle for 14 hours. So um, my buddy Josh was like, yeah, well, I'll, you know, I'll go. Sounds good. And then he couldn't go because his work told me he had to have to quarantine 14 days and he can't take that head on a paycheck. Completely understandable. And then my buddy ty was gonna go he couldn't go and my buddy chris wanted to go he couldn't go so i went down there with three tickets and two people uh that was a hell of a situation um for only a couple of people that know about the situation and uh <laughs> <laughs> i uh i yeah so i had an extra ticket so i post on reddit because my buddy travis he's all about the reddit and i haven't been on reddit nascar in fucking probably a year and a half and uh, he's like yeah post on reddit you have an extra ticket for each race i'm like all right sounds good i did that and eventually or immediately I got a message about I posted Xfinity race thirty dollars because the tickets were seventy. So I'm thinking, oh, that's a pretty good deal. Thirty bucks for an Xfinity series race. And uh cup race, sixty. Whatever. I don't I don't know how much they go for. Sixty dollars seems like more money than I thought I was gonna get for it, so whatever. And immediately the guy's like, Oh, I want those tickets. I'm like, sounds 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 good. So he's like, All right, I just Venmoed you sixty bucks. I'm like, wait, you you didn't want the Xfinity one? He's like, nah. So I'm trying to find someone that wants the Xfinity Series one. Long story short, I didn't, uh, which is wonderful because that that is now the second event in the last two weeks that I've had an extra ticket for and didn't find anyone to go for, go with. So I'm really supporting racing um, uh, by buying extra fucking tickets that I don't need. And uh, but yeah, the guy that actually bought the ticket for Saturday was uh, the guy that was running the shitty coolers tent yep. out in the, uh, the little concourse there. So he messaged me, he texted me, he's like, hey, come by the shitty coolers thing, I, I, I'd love to meet you. And I'm like, all right, sounds good. So I walk over and I'm like, hey man, you the guy that just bought my ticket? And he's like, oh dude, like I'm so happy that you just posted that on Reddit because I, I, was, I came down here and I had no way to get into the race and I'm so happy you just did that because now I can get in. I'm like, all right, perfect. And uh, he's like, yeah, take a hat, take any hat that you want, take a couple koozies, take a couple stickers, do whatever. I'm like, fuck yeah. So he, he you know, it was pretty cool to 
be able to meet that guy. I don't know. Have we figured out if Shitty sells coolers? They don't. They don't. <laughs> they do not sell coolers. They no. just have a brand that's just shitty coolers. Correct. Nice. Yeah. Love it. Um, I guess you know whatever. Word play on words or whatever. Word on plays. You get it. But yeah, it's, the race is cool. It was dominated by uh, really Kyle Busch was coming. Um, I, I Brad Keselowski led a little bit in the in the early stages and then dropped off. Wicked. Uh, I don't really even remember what happened, to be honest with you. Then Kevin Harvick took the lead, basically set sail. Kyle Busch was hot on his tail, and then uh, you had that little quote from Kyle about Joey Logano. So we, uh, about 60 to go in the, the cup race, we we walked down, and we're uh, we're watching from row two. And, you know, Megan doesn't have any ear protection, and, and I had the headset on, and, you know, I was pretty certain she was going to either blow her ear off or fucking something, because those things are not quiet. If you haven't heard anything about Bristol, it's loud as shit and everyone around us had earplugs so being you know as compassionate as i am and stuff i took the headset off and gave it to her and so i blew my own eardrums out and i couldn't fucking hear shit until i got to star on sunday so that was fun but uh yeah we watched the last 60 laps and kyle bush was really coming for kevin harvick harvick was running the bottom and uh kyle bush was really making the top work and being able to watch them make the top work from that close to the flag stand like being able to see fucking turns three and four was unbelievable and uh, with three or four to go, Kyle Busch was going to win the fucking race. And to be honest, I I hate Kyle Busch, but I'm kind of sick of seeing Kevin Harvick win. So I was kind of cheering for Kyle, but also I didn't really care what happened. And uh, Joey Logano just drove like a motherfucker. I mean, he blocked Kyle in the middle, blocked Kyle high. Kyle had nowhere to go, and Kyle lost all his momentum, and he would have won the damn race. I mean, he was the faster car for sure. Uh, and then you had that quote about Kyle or from Kyle about Joey saying that that's why he doesn't have any friends, which makes a lot of sense because no one really likes Joey Logano. But uh, yeah, it was just it was an it was an unbelievable race, and those guys wanted to my buddy Travis and Derek wanted to go down and take a video of the burnout. They do that every race that I've ever been to, and um, as much as I like to hate on it, that was that was actually fucking worth your time um, being down that close to the, to the start finish line at Bristol, being able to see them buzz them buzz around. It's cool because you like almost at that level you couldn't really see the bottom like out of the corner, but you could see them work in the top. So. Uh, that was definitely worth it, worth my time, and uh, yeah, I just, I don't know, it was, it was a good weekend. Getting back and ending it at Star was was awesome, and having the show end by five made me made it so that I could get home. But yeah, like like we said, uh, the whole show thing yesterday just was not going to happen. I mean, I, no. I I was following us like you you with all due respect looked like dog shit, and Thank I looked you. like even <laughs> even like you know, I don't know more dog shit. I guess yeah, you, you, I looked like you I got, got hit into by the a stands. Truck. You looked at me, and I just gave you the what's up. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't <laughs> even like, speak any words yeah. for like the whole entire time we were there. So uh, I don't yeah, think either was... of us had any interest in driving all the way back here, spending another hour to then have like two hours of sleep to go back to work. Yeah, so it was. Uh, yeah, it was tough. I was. I honestly like. Not no, that we don't love our fans. No, no joke. I, I fell asleep three times on the way up I ninety five. Like dozed off, like hit the fucking speed bumps or whatever, and uh, came back. And luckily, I'm still here. So that was fun. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know. I, uh, you know, I'll end, end a good weekend with a, I came home and, and got a letter from the main Bureau of Vehicles for fucking something and uh, said that I was, if I was to drive on I-95, based on paraphrasing, uh, after September 26th, I'm going to get arrested. So, yeah, what was that, that was about? cool. What, um, your registration expire? Your easy pass? What no, is so my, <laughs> again, I'm spiteful, um, if, if you, if you will. Uh, I walk into easy pass after I got a letter saying my card got declined. And, uh, I, uh, I don't know. I, I, I walk in, I think the first time I went there, they were closed. 
the second time I went there, they said they were closed because of COVID and that they wouldn't be open for like, it was like another three weeks or something crazy like that. And again, working nights, it's hard to really plan. Like you have to like really plan to do something like this place closed at three. I'm like, all right, so I got to wake up fucking early as fuck and, and just, you know, I don't know, make it work. So I uh, got a letter a long, long time ago. This is back in like March and I went there again and they were closed, whatever. Saying that I owed, I don't even think I owed any money. I think it was just that my card expired and you have to like have a card on file or else fucking you can't have an easy pass or whatever. So I go and, and we go a couple times. You can't, can't pay. I'm like, or can't make my card change. So I'm like, oh, whatever. I'll try it online. And, uh, tried it online, said that I didn't have an easy pass. And then I said it didn't, I didn't have an account after I had just created an account to pay for my fucking easy pass. So yeah, basically, long story short, I ended up getting home and uh, had a letter from the main Bureau of Vehicle Registration or something. And it basically said, we have been advised by EasyPass to suspend your registration and something, something else. And and you're going to have to, you need to send in your plates, you need to send in your vehicle registration, and you need to send something else in. And uh, basically, you won't be able to get your, you won't be able to drive your vehicle on any main highway until you do that. So I, I, I don't know. I went, I went over to Easy Pass today, and apparently the the letter itself made way more of a deal than it actually was because it, it said at the bottom of the letter, like very clearly, if you are pulled over driving on any main public highway, you are subject to arrest and prosecution. And Seems aggressive. So yep, I woke up this morning and I'm like, all right, I guess that means that I really need to show up to Easy Pass today because uh, I've just been kind of putting it off forever. And keep in mind, I've been paying cash when I go through the tolls. Like, I don't just fucking blow through easy passes all that often uh, if I, unless I don't have cash. And so I, I went over and I was paying. I've been paying in cash, but I, I accidentally still had my easy pass attached to the front. So I'm pretty sure I was just getting double charged. So I went in and they're like, yeah, you just have to pay $79 and then you're fine. And I'm like, wait, but I got a letter from some other entity. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll just we'll call him. He'll be fine. All right. Thank God. So I thought I was getting in cuffs today. I thought that I was for sure going to walk in and they were just going to arrest me on the spot. That would have been fun. Um would have would have been better than going to work today i guess but yeah i don't know what that was about but uh yeah i mean the there is a couple t- couple things that i forgot from last week uh well actually just one thing zach robinson won at stafford and uh, i told cam that uh, i'd give him a shout out and uh you know guess who he's fucking didn't do that because uh it just seems to be you know kind of what i always do just accidentally fucking forget everything that someone tells me about like i'll screenshot their snapchat and everything and then i'll be like browsing through my photos and i'm like fuck completely forgot to say that so yeah shout out zach um pretty sure he'll be racing friday at stafford where we will be where we'll fucking yeah, be we're gonna be, we're gonna be at any st- racing news it's gonna stafford. be at stafford friday and saturday uh yep. allegedly and then the week following kind of up in the air still so russell is talking about running oktoberfest at lee all right we were originally planning on going to wiscasset for the 75 lap uh street stock race there is a potential that we may go to lee now kind of up in the air no one knows we kind of committed to a couple different things um so we're gonna see what we can do there um again another three-day show at lee friday saturday sunday typically Oktoberfest. uh there's like 749 divisions that run all three days uh if you've never been to Oktoberfest, you gotta go i know we should on lee last time but if you haven't been you gotta go support the place we do love the racetrack um that being said friday's usually all day practice and some racing uh, Saturday is qualifying and some more racing. And then Sunday is typically just all features. Uh, it's, it's a long three days. It's a fun three days. It's a party atmosphere, campers everywhere, beer everywhere, titties everywhere. 
Um, so if you've never been to Lee USA Speedway, you got to go. Uh, if you've never been to Wiscasset Speedway, you also have to go. Um, I don't know how you're going to go to both at the same time, but it is what it is. Uh, Wiscasset Raceway, again, another big, fast racetrack. Uh, they're holding that 75-lap-to-go street stock race or uh, super street race, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we're either going to be there at or at Oktoberfest. We don't know yet. Uh, it kind of depends on finances and what makes the most sense for our little team here, uh, especially helping Russell out and all that stuff. So, uh, Pretty excited to get to Stafford this weekend. Place that'll be a that good time. You, have you been? You've I've been, been to Stafford. Yeah. Been to Stafford? Yeah, I've never, never been. Oh, never, I've never been. been. Never been. Oh, Not even yeah. one time. So then, and then next week, like you said, Lee, um, I, I was, I, dude, I <laughs> love Thunder Road. I love me some Thunder Road. Nothing gets me more stiff like the table just picked up. That was, well, it's not that big, but table just barely lifted. Charlie didn't even fucking see it. But no. uh, Thunder Road. When I think when I think about Thunder Road, I get erect all of it. And uh, I was really wanted to get to the Milk Bowl this year. The only day, because Oktoberfest at Lee, unfortunately, is like three hours closer. I mean, it's just unbelievably closer. So um, I was going to go Friday to Thunder Road. I'm still going to try because it's the pass event and everything there. And uh, pass mods, pass cars, fucking there's probably street stocks and something else. And I, uh, yeah, I just, I love Thunder Road. Then hit Lee on the way back through. But the problem is, is that is the first week that I will be working days. And I don't know necessarily how much I want to walk in first day and be like, hey, so I need to leave early on Friday. Um, so it sounds so, like you're going to Lee. So, it, well, yeah. If I get told to go fuck myself, which I probably will, because I'm probably going to start the conversation with, hey, you can tell me to go fuck myself, <laughs> but. Can I leave two hours early on Friday to go to Thunder Road? Um, I'm sure I will be told to go fuck myself. So I'll probably end up at Lee the whole entire weekend, um, which sucks. Uh, Milk Bowl is probably, you know, Milk Bowl and Star Classic are the two weekends for me. Uh, and again, I've been to been to the World Series at Thompson once, I want to say. But I only went Friday. That's another event that we'll be at. Um Again, we play sweatshirt order today, so we should have those in time. Oh, I don't know about speaking of sweatshirts. I, I forgot to get a Star Fest. Classic sweatshirt this weekend. I'm sure you could find one. They were like forty bucks. If there's any left over, Bobby, if you're listening, I'll take one. Uh, yep. Wear a medium. It is what it is. Yep. Uh, yeah, forgot a Star but, Classic. But yeah, sweatshirt. so Thompson. This is funny. First time, first and only time I've ever been at the World Series. Went down Friday to get into the pits. You need to buy a weekend pass. We're also returning home on Friday. So, I walk up, hey, I'd like a pit pass, that's $100. That's a what? <laughs> that's $100. Are you fucking kidding me? And keep in mind, this is like 8 in the morning. This is before COVID rules where you're like only allowed to fucking walk yeah. in at fucking 12.01 and yeah. the, the wind has to be at a fucking north-northeast gust at 69 nautical feet. And so, it's like 8, 8, 8.30 in the morning and we are right fucking there already. And I'm with Dan and Seth and... um. Da Dan had to help someone. Seth had to help someone. And I was just so long for the ride. Megan was there, I guess. This is like way, this is like two years ago at least. And so we walk in or we, we drive in and Dan goes, hey, yeah, since you really have nothing to do, I have a couple handles of Tito's out back if you want to get drunk. And I'm like, fuck yeah. So we walk in and it's nine in the morning now, fucking early, like the earliest that I've ever been at a racetrack. And I have nothing to do until race cars start race carring. So Dan says, I have Tito's. And I like to party. So I walk in and I get a couple Gatorades because I had nothing else to drink. Drank the Gatorades down to the little fucking indent on the bottles. Poured the rest up with Tito's. Had myself a party. And when I say I had myself a party, I said that I did everything but watch race cars that day. I have never, ever in my life, never once ever in the history of ever 
blacked out drinking never and i and i don't know how i do it i think it's because all week i drink an extensive amount of water like like more than a fish drinks and i don't know what happened that week and i don't know it was literally two gatorades i've never drank so little and been so drunk i blacked out before like we're like halfway through all of the practices i blacked out and there's like pictures of me laying face down in a cemetery, which is probably in in retrospect where I should have just ended up. They should have just left me there. there. It was like a whole fucking scene. It was, I made a scene and I do that often, but not usually when I can't remember a single thing. When I say I can't remember anything, I, I literally didn't watch a single lap of racing for a hundred fucking dollars. I watched practices. I fell asleep in the grandstands and I was woken up because Joey DeWiron looped it off of four. That is all I saw for race cars. And I walked, I remember walking down the grandstands, but like, imagine putting on drunk goggles, but putting on like three pairs of them. Like I was, I was falling down, like holding myself up. And it was like, everyone was like looking at me and pointing. And I'm like, and I had just thrown up like Thor, like three or four times out the back of the grandstands. It was, it was unbelievable. And basically I'm just hoping that I have a better world series experience, but probably not. I'm probably going to do the exact same thing. I'd like to be able to see at least one race. That'd be cool. Like I said, Thompson is, is one of my favorite races. Um, can't really put it, can't really compare it to a uh, classic weekend or the milk bowl. Cause I've been to both of those, but never really spent the whole entire weekend at the world series. That is something we will do this year. So, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that might be an issue. Well, you might not be there, but no, I'll be there. I'll be there. I just don't know what days yet. Okay. Well, see you Friday and see you Sunday. <laughs> it's a long drive for two days. Probably going to get a hotel room because I don't know if you went outside today, but it's cold. Very I like, cold. I like yes. to tent, but I also like to not die of pneumonia. Rather die of COVID. So, That's um, picks for, I don't know where the fuck NASCAR I th- is. Th- can we talk about how I nailed my pick for Bristol, by the way? Did I definitely you? picked Kevin Harvick last week. Oh. Yeah. Well, not that I, it was a bold prediction, but I, I won. So. Yeah. Where Clyde, are they going? Kansas? Las Vegas? Oh, same thing, right? Yeah. I don't know. Who gives a fuck? Those tracks suck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, speaking of tracks, did you see the all-star race for next year is going to be at Texas Motor Speedway, and that loses a points race for Texas, but opens up a date for the Circuit of the Americas for the cup cars to go to. Excuse me? Yeah. I didn't see any of this. Yeah, per Bob Pockris and the Athletic. Um, yeah. So, Cup Cars are going to race at Circuit of the Americas, and the All-Star Race will be at Texas Motor Speedway 2021. Ross Chastain to the 42, which is not ex- uh, unexpected at all, but he is going to hit all of it, and the 42 car might never be back in victory lane. Yeah, he's overrated at this point, Like, I think. the most. Yeah. yeah. The mostest of the overest rated. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know. Picks for Vegas, presented by the Grax Cube, I guess. In fact, I don't know. Ryan Blaney, he'll he'll lead a lot and then stuff it in the Man, fence. I don't know. I don't know. I just... NASCAR, I'm gonna kind go of... With, have... I'm going to go with... Dennis. I've forgotten about NASCAR and I went to a NASCAR race this week. Yeah. So that's basically how I feel about NASCAR. Really, really quick, because I got to leave for work like yesterday. Um, so I, I messaged you this. You know, I, if you were to race at a Bristol Night race, yeah. walkout song, what would it be? Oof. Uh, see, if I, see, in my mind, I, I don't know if you could do it for the Bristol Night race, but I always said that if I was an MLB player, my walkout song would have to be White Iverson by Post Malone. Because when it's just saucing, saucing, saucing. Oh, I like that. Get it? Because it's, it's like a play gonna, on words. For me, it's either going to be Lose Yourself by Eminem, given. Yeah. Or it's going to be like Triple H's theme song. Dude. <laughs> like it's going to be something wild. Aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. Yeah. I literally. Like I I'll, would, do, I'll do like the hair flip, the spitting the water, all of it. I think. Uh, oh, man. 
Dude, like, if I was to have something that had, like, a wicked beat drop, nothing gets Oof. me more stiff than Dreams and Nightmares by Meek Mill. When the, Dude, like, I don't like the Eagles. I don't like the Patriots. When the Eagles came out to that song, I'm like, that could get any team to win. It really could. <laughs> Just gets it right like that. Hold on, wait a minute. Yeah? Y'all thought I was fitted. <laughs> you good? When I bought that ass in mine, y'all thought it was red. You're, you're yelling. Flexing on these Edwards. Yeah, for those that don't know, Brad knows every word to every song ever created, ever. Uh, So in the background of me saying this, you're going to hear him continually going on. There it is, yeah. Um, Especially anytime like a a Mac Miller song comes on, he knows every word. It's wild. It, it doesn't make any sense. My mom oh, that you pill money. My son needs Bradley? that milk. What? Brad, what were you Wait. Uh, so you would have been proud of me. I knew every word again. Band well, to make her dance by Juicy J. How about that one? Also, yes. Okay. But I was the only one in the grandstands that knew every word to the Canadian national anthem when they did the Isma race. Did you miss me? I did. I did. That's our thing. That's our thing. Like Canadian national anthem. Boom. Brad and Charlie know every word. Yep. Everyone else is like, why do you know that song? I'm can like, you, why are you fucking judging me? Yeah. Can you tell you like hockey? <laughs> We're more, we're more like hockey type of guys. Uh, Canada, our home and native land, true patriot love. Taylor's so happy right In all thy sons command, with glowing hearts we see thee, the true north strong and free. From far and wide, oh Canada, we stand on guard for thee. God keep our land. I hope Tim cuts this because this is going to be our exit song for the rest of time. (laughs) But no, think about how good, if if there wasn't so many swear words. Do you know how happy Taylor is right now that we just did that? Oh, happy. Oh my God. All the happy. Dude, literally, if if Bands Make Her Dance by Juicy J. Bands Make Her Dance. Don't you make her come hit it from the side <laughs> like a motherfucking bass drum. Like there's too many swears to do it in like a in like public. But dude, oh. I listened to that song. I was thinking about this when I sent you that message. I started <laughs> shuffling my song, my phone. I kept clicking it, clicking it, clicking it. I listened to Bands Make Her Dance, and no joke, I pissed myself at work. Like Bands dribbled down my dance. like like with different like <laughs> clips of that because it's gonna be like a 10 second clip. I thought, be, oh man, I thought I, I thought I was. You've thought funny. this through. Oh, what's yeah. your what's your like uh the, like entrance like video gonna be? Um. They have videos uh, and just pretend. They, have, um, yeah, you know, like if you're a wrestler, you come out, you got your whole theme song, you got your theme. Me deal. crushing beers and then tits up in the Thompson Cemetery. Oh, all in. Cemetery. You you missed that part of the story? Apparently, yeah. No, oh. all right. <laughs> I died. I died in an actual cemetery one time. Oh, all right. Anything by Wheeler Walker? Oof. <laughs> That'd Eight be a pussy. <laughs> Kick ass. <laughs> All right, are we done? Drop mouths. Nah. See you then. Yep. I'm done singing. All right. Yep. We crushed the Canadian. We just, like, can we talk about that? We were in, in harmony and everything. That was incredible. People at least got a little moist. Uh, at least once. Sorry, ladies. I'm not. Just uh, text us. Wet-ass pussy. <laughs> <laughs> People listen to this on their way to work. That's fine. They're showing up so moist. That sucks. Wait, I, we we actually do have listeners in Canada. So that's, does that mean they have to like pull over and like, <laughs> <laughs> and, like, out of and, like get out of their car and like take their hat off? We just fucked their morning all up, oh, and man. I don't feel bad. They're gonna be in the Timmy's. Chris Lawrence, Joe Lawrence. We love you. They're I in. Didn't mean to mess up your morning commute. 
They're in the Timmy's drive-thru getting fucking Timbits, and they're out of their car just with fucking their hand over their heart or whatever they do. I don't know. What, yeah. do, they, what do they do? Take their shirt off? I think so, yeah. I, th- I think you have to, like, around. kneel down, do a, sh- do a shot, oh, do a backflip. Love, love it. Yeah. All right. uh, don't you have to go to work? Yeah, like 10 minutes ago. All right, cool. All right. Uh, episode 82. Uh, that's Chaz Briggs. That's Chase Dowling. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Still might not yeah, be. Yeah, I'm not wait. really confident on that. Oh, man. That's oh, fine. Just be wait. late. Just be late. It's your no. last couple nights on nights. No, come on. Fuck. You I gotta have to be, to be at be work so, in I'm, 15 minutes. I'm going to be so... Keep talking. I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm talking. How do you spell this kid's name? Who? No. Wait, what did I say? Cole Witt earlier? There was another one. Oh, Scott Speed. That's right. Cole Whip. Episode 82. Cool Whip. <sighs> every time we do, we fuck this up every week, too. Like, somebody's screaming at the radio right now. Like, there's a, there, I'm number 82. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm oh, like, definitely not 82. All right. Pick one and suck it. See all you right. later. All right. So, uh, again, I'm Charlie Samward at C Samward III. You are Brad Sauce here at BSauce96. Together, we are at Black Flag Pod on all things social media. Right now, we got Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Hit us up on those. We got hats, T-shirts, sweatshirts coming. Get the pre-order. Did you already make the order? Yeah, it's already ordered. All right. You missed out. You missed out on the pre-order, but you can get a sweatshirt still. Uh, we're getting shit made up. Hit up, hit up one of us. We may or may not get back to you. We don't know. We're pretty bad at it, uh, but we're trying. Yeah, bear with us here. It's still a shitty the thing, podcast. The thing about me going to days, though, is that we can do a significant amount of more, more stuff. Oh, my like, God. Because yeah. we, like, we quite literally could not be on any op- more opposite schedule. And we're going to be on the exact same one. So watch, look out for the Black Flag Patreon coming out. And we're Correct. Gonna, we're going to maybe do a and couple extra also, shows. last thing, I just put an order in at Elevate Designs. Connor surprised us with our very own uh, thank you for your support, BFP. So 2020, we got our first plaque. Way to go, us, Bradley. We, we got our first plaque. Hey, Anybody congrats. else that wants to give us one, we're, we'll make a row of them. Congrats, we'll, pal. We'll sign a picture. We'll do whatever. I'm about to dribble down my leg, and I had to be to work like a long time ago. All right. So, if we so could just episode do. 82, again, uh, listen to this uh, car noise deal that we do at the end of every show now.